The funniest I, thing is like trying to horny this. stepmom does this. It's like, well, she's having sex. So <laughs> imagine if you had to classify everything on a point to be like horny person. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Hey, uh, I was on my way over here to do this podcast, but uh, and I saw that the uh, the boat store was having a sale. Yeah, yeah. What, was the, what was the deal with the boat store? It was a real ordeal. <laughs> oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. Yeah, you know the, it's the weekend coming up. Um, I was actually supposed to get married this weekend, but I decided to call it off. Because she's a tennis player, and you should never marry a tennis player. You know why? No, how come? Because love means nothing to them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, are you looking these up online right now? Or are you no. just got, you rattling them off? No, the top but of while head? we're talking about sports jokes, have you heard the one about the bad po- uh, pole vaulter? Nope. It usually doesn't go over well. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, this is some this is some good stuff right here. Yeah, this is uh, this is great content. Yeah, good jokes. Uh, speaking of uh, funny things, check out this thing that I saw on uh, Reddit today. I was on Father John Misty Reddit, yeah, and somebody asked, uh, "Has anyone on this subreddit ever met Father John Misty?" So I figured the people who have are probably going to have some stories. Oh yeah, and this is the best thing I've ever seen. Someone responded, I met Josh at a restaurant once. We'd accidentally been given his table. Apparently, he was fond of the restaurant and had a specific table he liked. And the management had messed up and gotten their days wrong. It was Tuesday and they thought he was coming on Thursday or something like that. Anyway, the manager, completely embarrassed, this is a pretty nice restaurant, comes by and says, I'm so sorry, but we'd like to move you to another table if you could be troubled and we'd gladly compensate you for the cost of your meal and any other meal you'd like while you're in town. My sister and cousin were both like, yeah, that's cool. And I kind of played the asshole a bit. I'm sorry. I just don't understand. We've been here for 15 minutes. We've just ordered. Can't we finish our meal here? Then out of nowhere, Josh shows up next to the manager and says, Paul, these guys can finish. We'll be at the bar. I've got some time. And I, being a big Father John Misty fan, said, oh, wow, uh, I had no idea. Please feel free to give them the table. Josh was grateful, shook my hand, and said thanks, then gave me a card with his number on it and told me to give him a call later. After working up the nerve, I gave him a call that night, and to make a long story short, we had a glorious 11-month love affair, man-on-man, that I shall never forget. Our bodies intertwined as one, and from the beauty of Morocco to the French Riviera to the snorkeling in the Galapagos, Josh Tillman and I made glorious gay love to each other on six of the seven continents. That's the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. You teased this story for like probably three or four days. Mm. You're like, I I found out about it like roughly five hours ago, so (laughs) yeah, today. Yep, Uh, and so... uh, I don't know. That was a, that was pretty pretty funny. I was expecting like a crazy ass twist at the end, not uh, just that they're gay. <laughs> well, the twist was that the person was lying, which was hilarious. Yeah, that happens a lot. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, that, that's like a, a common thing, I think, on the internet. It's like, hey, I met this person, and they like it starts out. And they like uh, really reel you in. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden the last two paragraphs are just absolute <laughs> nonsense. That's that's amazing, because what are the odds that somebody's going to read this, like, I don't know, it's like a 200-word answer that's it's pretty lengthy, and it's, it's a twist, and they use such phrases as... Uh, as 11-month love affair, man-on-man. Man. <laughs> when has anyone ever called sex man-on-man man or, like, woman-on-man or anything like that? That's hilarious. Uh, there's, there was, like, one... Uh, oh, uh, Dylan Larkin just made my son's year. I think this... Oh, no, damn it. There was a Dylan Larkin story uh, on Twitter that was fucking hilarious. Um, and it was, like, one of those types of things. Let me see if I can find it. I used to get into stuff like that all the time back in the day like i used to like to to do shit like that in person where i would like tell stories that were possibly believable and then it just got to the end and it was absolute ragtime huge fan of that i guess i shouldn't be surprised that exists on twitter but i'm or on on the internet but i'm still like learning about a lot of the the trolling that that exists online uh here we go here we go. Dylan Larkin. Uh, I met Dylan Larkin a few days ago. I got roped into watching my three, three-month-old niece while my sister got her hair done. So there I am, sitting in the waiting area of the hair salon with my niece. And who walks in but D-fucking-boss himself? <laughs> I was nervous as shit, and I just kept looking at him as he was sitting there with his phone and waited. But I was too scared to say anything to him. Pretty soon, my niece started crying, and I'm trying to quiet her down because I didn't want her to bother Larkin, but she wouldn't stop. Pretty soon, he gets up and walks over. He started running his hands through her hair and asking what was wrong. I replied that she was probably hungry or something. So Dylan put down his phone, picked up my niece, lifted up his shirt, and he breastfed her right there, right in the middle of the hair salon. <laughs> Chill guy. Really nice about it. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so like, I'm way late to this party. That shit like this exists. I'm just gonna start doing that. Yeah, and I, I already know that you're gonna start doing it for like work things. You're gonna write a story about. Yeah. Like, just met Jason Tatum yeah. at the park. Yeah. Actually, uh, somebody today on Twitter wished me a happy one-year anniversary because one year ago I wrote uh, the winners and losers of the Jason of the uh, the Kyrie Irving trade, and the first winner was me, and it was like I loved Kyrie Irving. I also really like Jason Tatum. I hope they're both really good this year. Can't wait to watch the team. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) four exclamation points! But that was so prescient. Yeah, they both ended up being amazing, awesome. I guess it wasn't too hot of a take to be like, hey, yeah, but Kyrie at that Irving point in time, best. you had no idea who Jason Tatum was. Yeah, nobody like did. you openly admitted you were like, I don't know anything yeah. about this guy. <laughs> no, just I remember like the first time you found out that he was black, you were like, oh, he's black. I didn't wait. Did I not know that he was black? <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Well, something like that. You were like, I saw a picture of him and I was like, oh, that's not what I expected him to look like. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember. Like, uh, I remember you saying that. Uh, speaking Hilarious. Of, speaking of basketball talk. Uh, we just had our. Uh, we finally streamed a game of NBA 2K. The people wanted it. The people. We were, gave were it to all twenty-three of them. 
They loved it. We played a nice little game, uh, custom rosters. I was my team was all players under six feet tall mm-hmm. or six feet tall and under, and your player your team was all players that were only nineteen. Pretty, pretty, pretty on brand. Nice little squad that we had going on. It. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, so you won. We played to a tied first half, and then the wheels kind of fell off. Uh, th- that game was a little uh, heightest. They were. Uh, they did not give me the advantages that I thought I would have. I thought that I would literally just be a- be able to walk down the court. I guess actually a lot of my guys were like six three, so it wasn't that big of a. Well, I think I mean I should have just put in all big guys, and I didn't. I think that I would have smoked you if I if the 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 squads were reversed there because you didn't you didn't I, I don't didn't think take you, I don't think you played to your advantage there. Like you didn't back me down once. Nope. Uh, you kept trying to bring the ball up with uh, with big men, mm-hmm. and then my little guys just swarmed you and would steal the ball. You also you also just had a lot of unforced errors, just was, chucking the ball down the floor. I was big into having Dragon Bender uh, shoot threes sit in, in the corner, corner yeah. and take threes like Kevin Love because DJ Augustine was my center, and nice. I'm pretty sure that he played every single minute. Nice, and uh, he did pretty well. Uh, drained a couple threes. Always uh, always a good uh, contribution from your big man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was very pleased with the way my team played. So we played... Uh, I'll, I'll come around on the video games thing. I know I won't, but I'm going to like try to make myself into them. We did a home run derby after. That was way more uh, enjoyable. Was it really? Because it was... Uh, yeah, it was like a Mindless quick thing. Stuff. You do it for a little bit and then you, you pass it off. That w- that was always my issue with uh, with like sports video games. When I was younger, I could play a million games in a row, and I would never get tired of it. And now, like video games are basically cornhole to me. Super cool, yeah. and I love them. And then once I'm doing them for like five minutes, I'm like, oh, I bet somebody else would enjoy this more than I would. Uh, well, then what do you feel about like other like non sports? Do you ever play non sports games? No, I would. Uh, like I feel like Grand Theft Auto would be like, yeah. Grand right Theft Auto was fun, but that was another thing where you do it for like ten minutes at a time, pass it off, and because Grand Theft Auto was like the ultimate puff puff pass game, okay. where everybody would sit around, you would get wasted, and then give it to uh, the the person the next, next to you. guy. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised that there hasn't been that like they haven't found a way to make a Golden Eye type game for. Um, for like PS4 or Xbox or whatever. They've made games that have been like as popular, obviously like Halo and uh Call of Duty. Yeah. It should have been huge, but I find it odd that there's not like a golden eye. I don't know, man. Like I, I play it. I uh we actually after the Father John Misty concert, we went to a barcade. Uh you didn't stick around for too oh, long. Oh yeah, did they but, have Goldeneye? Yeah, they had Goldeneye. Like me and Ellen ended up just like sitting at the N sixty four station oh, man. for a good portion of the night. Yeah. Like, we played uh we played Mario Tennis, we played Mario Goldeneye. Uh there are just so many games for, for N sixty four that are so much fun to play. I guess locally. that's just it. Like I just like N sixty four a lot better than I like the the newfangled well, things. Well, I mean N sixty four is like it is a specialty console for like living room gaming. 
What like, do you mean? Like, just get a bunch of people in the same oh, yeah. room, yeah. slap it down in the middle of the living yeah. room, and it's gonna stay be there all night. Yeah. You, like, every game for N64 is basically designed to have the maximum amount of fun with a bunch of people in, in the same room. None uh, more nowadays, so than, like, Mario Kart or Mario Party. Right. Mario Party ruled. Mario was Party so was great. Good at Mario, Party. Mario Tennis, like, all the Mario games pretty much. Even Mario Golf was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, Except when you duffed it. Remember duffing it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was, I mean, there was so many fun things to play on n64 locally now all the games are geared towards online and stuff so it's oh that's why yeah yeah. so uh it's tough but i feel like uh now that i know and have a little bit of uh an experience with streaming i Mm -hmm. might do it a little bit more why haven't they made you with um, just me why haven't they made a uh because they've re-released super nintendo and like they've re-released uh sega and you can get those and they plug into uh, a TV that would exist nowadays. How come they haven't done that with N64? Have they not? I mean, no. I, I mean, if they did, that would be like the biggest home run. I it's got to be like some a, sort like of re- release, like in terms of just like repackaging it. Yeah, because you can buy a Super Nintendo now, like that, like has like an HDMI Buy, or something, right? And it has like every Super Nintendo game on it. Oh, that's right. And it's right. like eighty yeah, yeah. bucks or something like that. I know. I know that they have the ones that are like preloaded with all those games and right. stuff. Uh, How have yeah. they not made a Nintendo 64 one? I don't know, man. I, 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 I think they're the probably the first person in line to buy that shit. Because if they did that, it would sell better than whatever. What's the current Nintendo thing? Game House? Game House? Yes. Yeah. No, they have uh, the Nintendo Switch, I think, is the new one. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would definitely outsell that. Did people do the Nintendo Switch? That's yeah, the one because- that like you can break off pieces. It's like a Power Ranger. Yeah, no, it's like the one that you can uh, take with you and like also play in your living room, but also take on the go. Did you uh, ever? Were you a Power Rangers guy? Yeah, when I was when I was a little kid, that was my uh, that was my shit. My first crush was the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger? Yeah, that's, that's not the girl, joke. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was the Pink Ranger yes. because that show was problematic as hell, and the bad guys were putties. The bad guys were like black, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a super problematic. Actually, well, it was in the 90s, so that doesn't surprise me. Did you ever go uh, on Halloween as one of them? No. I went as the red one for Halloween. Everyone loved Was his name Jason? I don't know the names. I just know the colors. Dude, the Black Ranger color, was a black why. guy. Of course it was. It was Power very, Rangers. very problematic. Yeah. Oh, there was no Green Ranger? Making no, there was one event. Making that shit up. Did they all, I think they all become the Green Ranger? Did... Who the hell is this Blue Ranger? I don't remember you, you... These some of these rangers were way older than I remembered them being. Wait, this red ranger looks like somebody. The red ranger is like the leader. Yeah, so that's My, why I was uh, I was him. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers starring. I don't know any of these. I didn't realize that they had like different sort of face masks. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Check this out. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch the, the to all the boys I've ever loved? I have not. No, it was okay. I watched it in like thirty-one sittings. In is that a movie or a TV show? It's a movie that's on Netflix, and everybody loves it because it's all the feels, and it's like a high school uh, movie coming that, of age movie. It, it just it. It's like a cheesy little rom-com, but it kind of has no idea what it's doing. Okay. And it was okay, but people are making it out to be... It's an enjoyable watch, but you're like, this this movie ended up being something other than what it was trying to be. 
it, but the guy from uh, Sex in the City and the guy from My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Aiden. Okay, yeah, that yeah. guy. He's is, in it. He's in it. Is he a dad? He's the dad, of course, and he he's is. a good dad. And I was like, oh wow, they got a and this guy to be the and this guy, and I realized that guy's not that famous. No, he's not. Yeah, like he, I, I thought think, that he was like a big, like a like a legend. No, no I think that he his like uh, his most famous thing now, is, other than my big fat uh, Greek wedding, is uh, he's the voice of Walgreens. Is he? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, he's. He's just like a bootleg all of those guys. He's bootleg Greg Kinnear. He's bootleg uh, yeah, uh, like he's, Randy he's like Quaid. More handsome. Yeah, no, he's a good looking dude. Which is, I'm surprised that he didn't get more shit. Uh, like in, that was like in the hot spot of yeah. just get roles because you're a pretty handsome guy. Yeah, I was, uh, so I also watched a movie on Netflix called The Clapper. Mm-hmm. There was, I have no idea why i had never heard of this 2017 it's on netflix it's ed helms tracy morgan and uh amanda seinfeld and it's about a guy who's a paid studio audience member and a tv show uh realizes that he's in all the audiences so on like a late night show the jimmy fallon who's played by uh like uh russell russell peters is that his name uh is that a guy russell brand no (laughs) russell russell peters yeah uh okay i don't know that guy they show um they show like all the clips of this guy and they're like who is this guy he's in every studio audience like we got to track down the clapper and he ends up uh he doesn't get any more jobs because people don't want to put him in uh their audiences and it's like a very weird interesting premise for a movie but I see that it's Ed Helms, Tracy Morgan, and Amanda Seinfeld, and I'm like, okay, I'm down. I'm watching it, and the opening credits, it says Ed Helms, Tracy Morgan, Amanda Seinfeld, blah, 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 this person, that person, this person, with Adam Levine. And I was like, oh, oh no. you fuckers backdoored him in with a with. You, Wait, that's surprising, though. Like, With I is think- supposed to be like... A, a nice little like oh him too right and and it's a, like a primary guy too it's yeah. like they it's not necessarily a star but like one of the four most important people in the movie but if they're a big enough name bigger like, right, than a lot give, of the you other don't give, like leads. a cameo to uh to yeah a with right like a with is a special thing to get because people notice the with right so like randy said that uh what is it like uh EP is usually just like, we're not going to pay you as much, but we'll give you a production credit. Mm -hmm. That's what with, I think, should be. With should be like, hey, we're so glad that we're able to get you. Not only are we going to pay you your full price, we're also going to toss you a with. But it would be super funny if uh, with bad withs like Adam Adam Levine, (laughs) if they just like never finished the credits and they wait until the bad character makes his first entrance and they like throw it on there. Like so it's like 25 thing. minutes into <laughs> yeah. the movie. Like they open a door and it's like with Adam Levine. You're like, ah, <laughs> God, me. I knew they weren't done again. with the credits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like, I mean, you mentioned the fact that like, it's usually uh, a good, it's usually a good thing to be with. I feel like Adam Levine would be a good with for a lot of people. And I hate all those people. 
Adam Levine, I mean, like we've been through the Maroon 5 thing, and I feel like everyone has pointed out how far they've fallen. But Adam Levine, man, what a... He just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Uh, uh, speaking of Netflix movies, uh, did you see the trailer for that new one that's coming out uh, called Hold the Dark? Hold the Door. It's a yes. uh, Star Wars movie. <laughs> yes. No, uh, Hold the Dark. It is from uh, the director of The Green Room. Okay. Have you ever seen The Green Room? No. It is a very, very good movie. Uh, and it's uh, Blue Ruin as well. Uh, uh, the Green Room is an extremely fucked up movie uh, about uh, this band. I think you'd like it. It's a band that plays, like, accidentally plays at, like, a Nazi clubhouse, like a KKK clubhouse. Okay. Uh, and they basically freak out and they get trapped there by the by the the Nazi the neo Nazi people oh, and they have to fight their way out. What? Yeah. When did it come crazy. out? Crazy. Uh, 2015. Who's it in like it? A, it's um the guy who, who was killed by his jeep, uh, Anton oh, Yelkin. Oh, and yeah, Anton Yel. Yeah, what was his name? Yel Yelkin. Yelkin. Yeah. Uh, he was really really good in that. He he starred in it. Um, I think that he was like really the only like known actor it wasn't a wide well, release or anything known anymore that's well he is known just not for acting yeah for dying for dying yes do you ever hear the story about how that guy, how that kid died he fucking horrible yeah like his head got like stuck in like the what was it no he uh he has like he had like a kind of a steep driveway yeah. with like a gate mm -hmm. it was a gated driveway and he pulled out of it he pulled to the top of his driveway must have forgot something went back down to the gate to to open it up and the car rolled back down and just like pinned him oh yeah that's what it was yeah and he died uh it was fucking crazy that stinks sucks because i really like that kid a lot yeah he, he was, was an alpha dog great in alpha dog great in curb your enthusiasm was he in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Plays a magician. Does he really? Yeah, he plays a magician who's staying at Larry's house. <laughs> and uh, Larry, and he's like a child. And Larry asks him how to do a trick. And he's like, can't tell you, you're not a magician. And so Larry comes back and he was like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm a magician now. You can tell me. And he's like, you're not a magician. And he... <laughs> And I forget what the, the what ends up playing out between those two. I think that he ends up uh, getting run over by his car. <laughs> oh, no. He gets pinned against a oh, fence. Man. Very, very sad this, stuff. This podcast is like, if you die via car, we're not going to be nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we're mean to Paul Walker. We're well, nothing we to him because he doesn't... He doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Paul Walker is in the past. Um, yeah. Uh, was that my clapper take? Yeah, that was the only thing I had from the clapper. It's just the Adam Levine thing? It was a pretty not amazing movie. I can't understand why it was buried on. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Netflix has ever had a, like a real amazing movie. Um, I liked, it wasn't amazing, but I liked uh, Win It All. What's that? It was, uh, who's my guy? Jake Johnson as a uh, degenerate gambler. And he loses a bunch of money, and then he has to start doing some bad stuff, and then he's got to win it all. That's the... That's the... It sounds like a movie that you just made up. No. he. I'm not kidding. 
He's don't Google it. Don't Google it. And then Dylan Larkin busts out those breast puppies. Oh, man. It actually is a movie. It is a, wow. yeah, okay. it is a movie. Yeah. I really thought that you were making that up. Yeah. Um, you know what would have been a really good, uh, a really good movie uh, straight to Netflix? What? Drinking Buddies. You ever see Drinking Buddies? Yeah, I didn't. Did you Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. And like, it was fine. I, yeah, I thought it was fine, but it would have been a good Netflix movie. Yeah, it was where? What was that? Oh, it was just like before that was happening, right? Yeah, it was just like a one of those like indie, and Jake Johnson's in that. Yeah, waste of Anna Kendrick, waste of waste of everybody. Not a good enough. Yeah, get to see Olivia Wilde naked though. Ah, uh, nice, big, cool that. man. You could see her naked in Alpha Dog too. Really? Yeah. Is she? Yeah, she's an Alpha Dog. Is she naked? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, look at us. We're a bunch of uh, Mr. Skins she giving you the uh, the rundown <laughs> on Alpha Dog. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of breasts, uh, Hooters is shutting down <laughs> locations and re-strategizing because a Pornhub study uh, yielded that millennials don't like boobs. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't like look into the yep. details on that. I didn't realize that Pornhub was behind this. Yeah, well, no, it was like they did a study like through Pornhub um, and fewer and fewer people are like searching for boobs or whatever. And maybe like I, I can't speak for the like what each person is uh, is searching for, but I would assume that the reason hooters is getting less business is because people are like oh hooters sucks that's embarrassing to go to hooters right like did, yeah that's did, that's true yeah i was talking about this with a friend the other day have you ever been to hooters yeah i've never been to hooters and my take was because i don't think there's ever an age i don't think that anybody's ever the age where they uh should be going to hooters because you're either a kid and you see Too that hooters young. exists yeah. and you're like what <laughs> what they got food and the girls aren't wearing all their clothes. Holy shit, this is a million dollar idea. And then you get to be like 16, 17, 18, whatever, and you're like, no. <laughs> I don't want to go to Hooters. I could I could go to a better chicken place and right. then maybe meet a girl and then maybe take her out on some dates. I've been to Hooters one time. We should go to Hooters. Yeah. We should do some uh we should do a live episode from Hooters. Keep them in business. <laughs> yeah uh i've been to hooters one time and i was like i'm not gonna come back here because the food wasn't good and it was extremely overpriced oh really is it expensive oh, yeah it is, uh, it's not like expensive mm. but it's it's way more expensive than you'd expect a place like for wings and stuff uh it's like 13 to 15 bucks for wings from what i remember i also don't know how good. much wings cost super cheap or they should be. it's one wing what could it cost <laughs> yeah, ten dollars <laughs> yeah um so i've actually heard that hooters has good wings They're They're like that, that is the appeal there that they like you can get takeout there and that it's good but i don't know have you ever been to buffalo wild wings yeah Buffalo like, Wild Wings, I think, is fucking solid. Yeah. It gets like, shit on all the yeah, time. Yeah, it gets shit on all the time. But I I really like... Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is fine. Yeah, they've got, like... I'm more of like a... Like, I'm sure they're... I'm sure it's gross, and I do not want to see how that shit is made or you whatever. You don't want to like, see how any shit is made. No, I know. Honestly, but, like, our parents are good cooks, but, like, you don't want to see your mom preparing something. I'm sure you'd be like, Mom, 
You did you wash your hands between touching that thing and the touching that thing? Yeah, like I I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. I had one by my college, so I used to go there uh, a lot because they would also accept fake IDs. Ooh, <laughs> so uh, so I let you get extra chicken. Yeah, You're not, I'm not driving. Yeah. You'd say, yeah. yeah. So uh, we went there a lot, and it was it was solid every time. I uh, we had a chicken place near us, a wings place called Wings Your Way. And the trick with them was that uh, they were super slow and they never delivered you the right stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just a hit. But they would fuck up so often that they would just be like, when they fucked up, they'd be like, oh, sorry, just keep it. So we would strategically order food from uh, Wings Your Way. I'd find one of my roommates and I'd be like, hey, uh, are you hungry? And they'd be like, yeah, I could eat. And I'd be like, well, would you be hungry in like an hour and a half? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> So we would just have them, like him order whatever he wanted. They would inevitably bring the wrong thing. Uh, we would call them and be like, hey, you fucked up. You brought the wrong thing. I would have that. And then uh, they would bring back the right thing later. And it's like a little two for the price That's of one a thing. Nice little scam you got going on. Yeah, you'd switch off. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if your roommate wasn't home, you would, uh, you'd end up having double. all sorts of leftovers and... It was a real treat. Just a there you old, go. old college trick of the trade. Yeah. Nice. Mike. Yeah. I mean, I also think that like part of the Hooters thing is uh, I can't imagine there's a lot of people like just going on Pornhub just searching boobs. Right. <laughs> like who's searching yes. who's searching boobs? Yeah. I actually would like to see what like the hottest search terms are. I'd be I'd be intrigued. Well, seemingly from like uh, the fronts of a lot of those pages, like a lot of people are searching for some horrifying shit. Incest. Yes. All the incest Specifically stuff. that. I had a discussion with, uh, with a, uh, a female that we both know. Mm-hmm. I won't uh, disclose any names here, but uh, I will say it's, it's not Ellen. Okay. So. It's not Ellen, not your but mom, not my mom. A, uh, uh, a lady mm-hmm. who loves the incest stuff. Oh really? Yes. And like I was I was questioning and being like why? And she's like it's just the the idea of it is really hot and I'm just like what? What? Yeah. Oh god, no. Like, that is but like but like in in a sense that she knows that it's not actually like a thing but like likes the storyline that of like it. they're pretending yes. to be. And I was like that is fucking weird as shit to me. Oh no. I am the firmest believer in Within the law, let your freak flag fly. (laughs) Like, whatever you're into, fine, cool, whatever. Uh, Incest is... Yeah. And, I mean, I guess we have to clarify that it's step incest. Oh, is that... Yeah? Yeah, because it's always, like, stepmom, step blah, blah, blah. And and I think that... The funniest thing is, like, horny stepmom does (laughs) this. It's like, well, she's having sex, so... (laughs) <laughs> Imagine if you had to classify everything on a point to be like horny person <laughs> over it in flaccid stepbrother. <laughs> no, but I think- gets talked into, <laughs> gets coerced. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, I think that the, this person was like, yeah, it's hot because it's it's step and it's not illegal. And I was like, it's still fucking weird as shit. I would try to wrap up that conversation. As quickly as possible. If I'm somebody, going to tell you off air, and yeah. you're going to be shocked by who it is. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. 
I'm just going to be ready to say, no, I don't. I actually don't know that person. And you'll be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, it's, you know, from the blog. I'm like, no, I don't there's know that no person. There's no denying that you know this person. There's a good chance I don't know this person. No, there's a 100% chance that you do know but this do person. But do I, like, know them? Oh, yeah. I thought I knew them. You do. It turns out. Yes, yeah, that's right. I thought I knew that's them. Right. Turns out they're into some crazy stuff. They listen to this podcast? I doubt it. Nice. That's a person. That, so. Yes. Um, so that, that really rounds it down. Yeah. Uh, another thing that people are searching on Pornhub is uh, the Colonel because there's a new Colonel in town. Uh, the Mountain from oh, Game shit. of Thrones. Really? Uh, I didn't realize that. Here's the headline from Life. The Mountain from Game of Thrones dorks it up as KFC's newest Colonel. Oh, there he is. This is actually from Uprox. Uprox. Not Life. It's a Life section of up rocks and it's this idiot uh there inevitably are going to be a lot more uh colonels who would you want the colonel to be uh so i got a list of colonels potential colonels here uh number one on my list chris berman Ooh, chris berman would be amazing chris berman would be an unbelievable he'd say our chicken goes buck 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 uh he'd be such a good colonel number one for me this is just because like an aesthetic thing eric wareheim who is that uh arnold from master of none oh yeah he would definitely be a great <laughs> he'd great, be a great one yeah aesthetically definitely uh he also he's also like goofy as fuck yeah um number two for me uh this is my my last uh sports person mm-hmm. so i'll say i'm starting off with two sports people bob wiley for the browns oh, bob off- wiley would be amazing bob, the browns offensive line bob coach. wiley as bob wiley yes. as the colonel yes. colonel <laughs> Just bob wiley dressed like the colonel yes. Bob Wiley, <laughs> just in like his uh, his quadruple XL brown polo uh, as the colonel. Uh, I actually need to apologize. I got called out for not supporting the troops because oh, uh, I pointed out that maybe, just maybe, it's a little silly to compare people storming the beach at uh, Normandy to uh, people preparing to play a football game in 2018. And someone uh, someone had tweeted that like. Bob Wiley was in whatever war and he did whatever. And someone quote tweeted with like, so he has been in combat. Bet you feel pretty bad now. Like, or like, like still want to make fun of him for bringing up, uh, war references at DJ bean. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> still Come a on. super weird thing to say right. that, uh, like, like it- that we would have lost the war if we stretched? <laughs> nope. Bob Wiley. Uh, they weren't concerned with stretching. They were concerned with living. Right. Like, exactly. And like you're just you're you're just like kind of you're running. You're not like yeah. doing ex- super strenuous. Yeah. There's like, no cone drills. Right. Yeah. You're not doing like yoga and shit like that. Very different. You're sprinting and diving into like a bunker. Right. Uh, Bob Wiley is entertaining as he is, and he, he is a great part of this season of Hard Knocks, which, by the way, is like the the must see TV. Yeah, like I watch it live, uh, and I don't watch anything. Live. Yeah, and so uh, as great as he is to that show, that's a guy that I could not be around for more than like ten minutes. Oh no, he smells terrible. <laughs> um, a sport. Let's see. I have some sports people on here. Uh, I've got a uh, Peyton Manning oh, would be that. a good one. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a fucking commercial. That he yes, can do. Uh, Janelle Monae. Okay, Janelle Monae would make a hell of a colonel because she can do anything. Okay, she can do anything. I have uh, I have Father John Misty. 
Oh, he'd because be an awesome he would one. just be like the most insufferable, a colonel. nice frail <laughs> colonel. Yes. But he would find a way to just make it like the most insufferable commercial of, of all time. There is uh, one of his shows this summer. He wore a white suit, so maybe we can uh, do a little Photoshop in there. Uh, Justin Guarini. Make the rounds. You are trying so hard to, to get bring Justin, Justin Guarini, Guarini back, back into the car. We should have just Justin Guarini on, and then after a few minutes, be like, well, you haven't been very interesting, Justin, so <laughs> best of luck. He could be our new Santiago. Yes. Yeah. Uh, James Ransone, a.k.a. Uh, Ziggy from The Wire. Oh, okay. A little uh, he's frantic a, colonel. I think he's getting... I get. I, it's tough to say that he's getting too big for, for that now, because like they've had some some heaters of colonels. Uh, like They've had some star colonels, I would say. So uh, he's not too big, but he's in the new It movie. So I think that guy might be... Uh, oh, he is? Yeah. I think that he was in... I gotta check. I think that he was in The Clapper. Oh, was, was he, he? really? Uh, like that guy... Could, I could see that guy's career kind of... Yeah, he was in the more on the uptick um, after it, because he's going to be great in it. Well, yeah, well, like no one cared about uh, season two of The Wire, right? So but he was so good in that. Yeah, he was awesome, and now it's like obviously beloved. Right. But yeah, um, there was a I I read a, an interview with him where like now he gets stopped on the street constantly, really? and Never like when that time. show aired, and for like years after, just nothing, and now he's like this fucking. That's crazy. It must be like creepy seeing him because he was such a he was such a tortured soul. Right. Um, Massive penis though. Good for him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh Zach Efron, just because I'd love to discuss that choice. <laughs> same. Same. Uh I have Josh Gad. Oh, Josh, Josh Gad. Gad yep. Seems like he was born to play the Colonel. Yes, but is the is uh the is KFC ready for a gay Colonel? <laughs> that's true. LeFou. Remember? He played LeFou. Yep. A lot of there was a you lot know, of discussion you know, there. They just came out with like a, a thing that uh, Disney is going to have its first openly gay character in some movie that's coming out. And, uh, and when they did when they did it, I was like, mm, excuse me, LeFou. Uh, what about years ago? Both versions of LeFou. <laughs> right. Like, the, like we deduced before we saw it, we were like, LeFou is gay anyway, right? Like, yeah, he's 100 percent gay. Yeah. And then you see the the live action one and like, did he like kisses a guy or something like that? Well, he's right. The, he's like the gay. The, and like he's like in love with yeah, he's uh, super in love with what's his name yes uh also uh jack black uh th- that's gonna happen that's probably that's actually going to gonna happen. happen um i would love uh back to jason alexander so people wonder if maybe something's up with jason alexander <laughs> he like really needs yeah the money. Like, does jason ad- who where is all that syndication money going <laughs> who's getting it uh, I'm actually reading the Seinfeld book now, Seinfeldia, uh, uh, and I'm excited to, to to get deeper into it. I've read like a, about a hundred pages right now, and it's it's I've, it's basically only backstory at this point. Nice, but it is it's like backstory information. So I'm excited to like I've been told that there's a lot of behind the scenes stories. Ooh. So I'm excited about it. You uh, next up, uh, you need the Colonel to freak it. So oh, Jonah yeah. Hill, Jonah Hill would be unbelievable. Jonah Hill would be great because yeah. it, that could also like uh, serve to KFC's fat loss image, where you have oh, yeah. Jonah Hill fat one day, and then next Colonel commercial, he's like a hundred pounds skinnier. And Jonah Hill would actually make KFC cool. Like you would find right. people doing like rap squats in front of KFC <laughs> and taking pictures and shit like that. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, because one of the dads needs to be there, and I. You, prefer him i think i would prefer pierce brosnan pierce brosnan going from james bond to the colonel would be such a funny the suit would need to be like ill-fitting though it would need to just be like a really ragged affair <laughs> right. 
like you know how we were talking about uh like the loosened tie yeah he need, would need to have like the loosened whatever thing that is going on with the colonel there yeah um uh, how about if we're on the topic of going from james bond to the colonel mm-hmm. what if idris elba's career move now that he isn't james bond he is settling for the colonel i would not hate that but let me think i'm trying to see like how would i'm thinking of all these people like how they would play the colonel uh because it's been like everyone just acts like a more animated version of themselves idris elba's thing is that like he's stoic and he's slow and he's deliberate. I kind of would want him to play the Colonel just exactly the way that he plays everything well, that's else. Why I, that's why I would want father John Misty because yeah. it would just be father John Misty, like with his head in his hands mm-hmm. at like the Colonel's desk being like, who's going to sell these chickens when I'm gone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Seinfeld, you've got to read, uh, uh, hitchhiking with Larry David. Hey, I ever told you about no, that. No, it's a book about a guy who uh, quits his job at, like, 40. He, like, had a good job, was making a lot of money, uh, quit his job, and went to, I think it was Nantucket, uh, to just, like, live at his parents' house. And he had just broken up with his girlfriend, who he was completely in love with, and, like, he just kind of blown up his life. And uh, he was trying to figure out his purpose and all that shit. And he was he was like riding his bike around Nantucket. It was either Nantucket, Martha, Martha's vineyard, who cares? And, uh, Dylan Larkin shows up (laughs) and, uh, he needed a ride back. So he was hitchhiking and, uh, this guy picked him up and a few minutes into the ride, he realized like, Oh, this is Larry David. He was like, I just read an article about you. And he was like, you don't know who I am anyway. And he's like, no, he was like, well, I know who you are, but I just, I haven't seen your shows. So like, but it's, it's nice to meet you. And so he was having this conversation with Larry David and Larry David is being like Larry David and being like kind of rude and short with him. You've never seen Seinfeld? And like, he's like asking a lot of questions and Larry David's like, Hey, quit bugging me, you know? (laughs) And, uh, so later, uh, he, he, like a couple weeks later, he's at this thing and he sees Larry David and like Larry David walks over to him and he was like, dude, what are you doing here? And like throughout the summer, he keeps running into Larry David and he, yeah. And it's like this book about this guy. I seriously can't recommend it enough. It's short. It's about this guy who's like trying to find himself. And there are all all these experiences with Larry David. There are all of these experiences with Larry David (laughs) intertwined. And it's amazing. And like at the end, he makes this big life decision and, it's that's crazy. Uh, it's hilarious, and like I think that Larry David kind of takes a liking to him because it's it's got to be uncommon if you're Larry David to find someone who's like, oh hi, yeah, I know who you are. I don't really know your work, but you seem like a nice guy. How yeah. are you? It's that usually, must be so. It's usually, it's usually the opposite. It's like, hey, I know who you are, and I don't, you don't care. seem like a good guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's crazy. Have you ever seen a? Have you ever seen the HBO movie with Larry David uh, and John Hamm? No, what's really? that? Uh, it's it's about uh, Larry David is like uh, in business with John Hamm, like they're they're making like the future of cars or something. Okay, like the car of the future. And John Hamm's like, I'll do the voiceovers for the commercials. No, it, yeah, no, it's uh, uh, 
basically them two are like lifelong friends and they have like creative differences and they can't get past it. And Larry David just ends up quitting the company. He's like, fine, whatever, you take it. I'll be fine. Yeah. And the car takes off. John Hamm gets like super, super rich uh, and famous and like influential. And Larry David's just like this fucking miserable guy who's gone into hiding. I think it's on like Martha's Vineyard or something. Mm. And uh, it's just like the story of him trying to get revenge on John Hamm. <laughs> and it's, I remember it being funny, but I also saw it like before I was exposed to Larry David. I thought you were going to say exposed to John Hamm. No. Uh, well, that too. Mm. Uh, but it was before like I got Larry David. So I think that if I went back and watched it now, I would think it was like a hundred times funnier uh, than, than I did then. Let me see what it's called. I did see the Larry David movie. It's called like Whatever It Takes or something. And that movie stunk. <laughs> uh, clear History. Ah, uh, why wouldn't I know that? Whatever Works is the movie. And it's about a guy with OCD. And Woody Allen uh, wrote and directed it. So It's wild because Larry David uh, like is in the movie the entire time with like a giant beard and oh, hair. Really? Like he looks like the caveman guy. When did it come out? Uh, 2015. Oh, shit. I was alive then. <laughs> yep. Uh, 2013. Sorry. Um shit five years ago yeah that's pretty wild um uh, do you have any other uh written by alec berg Ooh. so and larry david and jeff uh jeff schaefer tell you who doesn't like it is uh what's his face is crazy ass who uh tj miller (laughs) why tj miller doesn't like alec berg yeah Yeah. is tj miller still a thing like is he gonna I can't tell if he just like hasn't recovered from uh, his uh, the the college girl uh, coming out with her story, or if people or if he just hasn't recovered from that stand up special and the emoji movie. Like he's done so many, like he hasn't he's, he's done anything good. Yeah, I mean, but he was in Deadpool too. Like that's the only thing. Uh, but that that's that's doesn't really count to me because he was just like a secondary player in that. Yeah. And he was in Deadpool one mm-hmm. beforehand. So it's not like he like got that because he left Silicon Valley or anything like that. He could have easily done both. He did the first time around. What, so. uh, what happened in better call Saul this week? Um, something I can't, I honestly can't remember. It was a lot with, um, with, Gus and uh and in Nacho Nacho yeah because what are now they Nacho's under oh the yeah we know they're setting up that uh that like they were ambushed right and uh he goes to that vet yeah 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 um <laughs> yeah I don't I don't I don't remember how it, it was like a good episode. I mean, it was yeah. interesting, but I don't remember. Um, it had a classic Vince Gilligan five minutes of what's going on when yeah, the, uh, op- the opening yeah. scene where they're staging the car crash. Like that is Vince Gilligan at his best where he has so many of those moments where he has like this huge buildup and you're like, I have no idea what's going on right now, but I'm so interested in this and where they're going with it. Yeah. That actually reminds me of the, uh, the policeman who did that. Oh, when he uh, shot up his own car? No, like in real life, a policeman was trying yeah. to stage an accident. Yeah, he shot up his own car. No, that's uh, super bad. No, but he also shot up his own car. One time a policeman shot up their own car? Yeah. With what? A gun. Oh, I thought you meant like, like 
like the, the car was shooting up. Yeah, like heroin. Yeah, that's uh, Herbie fully loaded <laughs> yes. because it's Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, imagine if they just rebooted Herbie and it was like Herbie rehab. Did you see that they Herbie fully rehab? Did you see they did like a photo shoot for like the two the twenty five year anniversary of Mean Girls? No. Yeah, uh, not twenty five years, but uh, it's like all of them, and everyone looks great. But it's like man. Amanda Seinfeld and uh, Rachel McAdams really kicked all of your hey, asses. Don't don't uh, don't sh- Lacey Chabert. Yeah, yeah. But why? She must be a terrible actress. Why didn't she end up in anything? Uh, wasn't she the voice of Tommy Pickles? She was the voice of uh, Meg. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, what Meg from Family Guy? Family Guy. Yeah. No, that's Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis replaced her. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, was she the voice of um, of Eliza Thornberry? I don't know. Oh, yeah, she was. She was Eliza Thornberry, not Tommy Pickles. My bad. Uh, yeah, Meg Griffin during the first production season of Family Guy. Uh, do you know what? She really hasn't done anything since then, huh? No. She's, Crazy. I think that if, you, if your last name starts with C-H-A and you were popular uh, in your teens, then... You just don't get to be popular after J.C. Chazay. 